Hi, this is Angel Ramirez, host of the Angel and Harmony Show, and this is Our Future is Missing, Voice America Kids. Please be on the lookout for 17-year-old Raymond Pierce, who is 5'11", weighing 160 pounds, with brown eyes and brown hair, and 18-year-old Jake Ziegler, who is white, 5 feet, 10 inches, 135 pounds, with blue eyes and brown hair. They are presumed possibly injured and missing from Denver, Colorado. They went missing on October 13, 2012. They are believed to be together. They may have traveled to Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, in a green 2006 Pontiac G6 with North Carolina license plate number BDD8844. Raymond is biracial. He is white and Hispanic. Raymond's front tooth is chipped and he has a scar on his right hand, left leg, and arm. His ear is pierced. Raymond goes by the nickname Ray and Jake goes by the name of Ziggy. If you know of Raymond Pierce's or Jake Ziegler's whereabouts, please contact the National Center of Missing and Exploited Children's Hotline at 1-800-THE-LOST. That's 1-800-843-5678. To see a picture of Raymond Pierce or Jake Ziegler, please click on the link on the Voice America homepage at Our Future is Missing or go to OurFutureIsMissing.com. Thank you. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Find out about new shows, featured guests, and what's up this week. Find us on Facebook by searching keyword Voice America. No purple songs can fly? Welcome to our program, produced by the Children in Treatment at the Texas Children's Cancer and Hematology Centers. Our program is about great music made by some terrific young talents. Now, here are the hosts of Purple Songs Can Fly. Hey, welcome everybody. This is Voice America Kids. I'm Emily Freeman. And I'm Zach Tavern. And we will be interviewing Aaron Kaufman, who is part of Purple Songs Can Fly. And Trisha Fox as well. So welcome to Purple Songs Can Fly on Voice America Kids. Yes. Thanks for having us. Thank you for being here. So how, how now I'm going to kind of direct the conversation mostly to Aaron. Um, how did you hear about Purple Songs Can Fly? You're like a ton of firsts. You're the first intern. You're the first additional yep. songwriter that was hired. You know, you're like the start. Oh, awesome. Um, I lucked out, actually. My, um, when I was in uh, my junior year of college, I was looking for a summer internship program to do mm-hmm. um, before my senior year, and uh, my mom found a New York Times article that had been written about Anita and Carol and Purple Songs Can Fly. Oh, nice. And um, she sent it to me, and I read it. It just sounded incredible. I loved the story and um, what they were doing down here, and I sent an email to Carol and Anita, and I was like, do you guys do you ever have interns? Is there a way I can apply? And Carol was like, no, we haven't really had an intern before. And I was like, all right, well, why don't I just send you my resume and here's some music I've written and, and you know, I'd love to talk to you some more. And then um, they eventually were like, yeah, actually, you could come down and be an intern. Um, I went to Carleton College and they hmm. gave me a stipend for coming down to do an unpaid internship, which worked out really well. So I came down just for the summer in um, two thousand. Eight, I think 2008 mm. and um, so I spent the summer here uh, right before my senior year so I went from winters in Minnesota to a, a summer in Houston I'm, I'm assuming that means you've never experienced the Houston summer before before that no I'd never been to <laughs> Texas I've been everywhere else like 
portions of the country, I feel like, but mm. have never been really into to the South. And that, that was, must uh, have been fun. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Fun's such a such an interesting word choice for the summer here. Um, <laughs> no, right, yeah, it was right. great. I mean, it was uh, it was a very different um, experience um, to go from from being in you know college classrooms and everything to then spending time in the children's hospital. And I had no background in medicine or anything. I you know, had been to a hospital to when I broke a bone or something, and that was like the only times I'd ever <laughs> been in a, in a hospital. And so it was it was a really yeah. totally different experience for me, which was great. Mm-hmm. So where did you? Um, how did your uh, your experience in music? Where did that begin? Like, oh, um, I don't know. Where did my experience in music begin? I have very distinct memories of as a child, like sitting in my basement with my parents singing along to Beatles records and, like, Moody Blues albums and stuff. <laughs> so that would be probably, like, where my music began. Okay. I, but, right. I mean, then it wasn't something I was super serious about uh-huh. um, until I had a my best friend in seventh grade. We were both in choir together, and he played the guitar and wrote songs. Mm. And he was just, like, the coolest person ever. And so I was like, well... And she kind of sparked ha- Yeah, that. so I was like, I have to learn how to play the guitar, and I have to learn I how to write songs. you got to top that, right? Yeah, yeah. So, um, so he and I, he started teaching me how to play guitar and stuff. My dad had an old guitar, and then I just started... I don't like to learn cover songs. Yeah. Um, so I would just write my own things. That's and cool. And so, like, as soon as I started playing guitar, I started writing music. That's which cool. Was really fun. Yeah. yeah. So um, that kind of leads in. My question, like, what, what what instruments do you play? Um, I play guitar, and I the best one. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I play guitar, and I can fake my way through, you know, keyboard parts if I'm writing them. Like, I, I would never be able to sit down, you know, and and play Moonlight Sonata, unfortunately. But mm-hmm. I could sit down and like play, you know, some synth lines or something on a on a keyboard. Um, and that's what I use here mostly is, is uh, guitar and keyboard. Mm. That's cool. That's cool. So anyone just tuning in, you are listening to Voice America Kids Network and Purple Songs Can Fly. I'm Zach Tavlin. I'm Emily Freeman. And our topic today is pretty much like the interns of Purple Songs Can Fly. Or not interns anymore. The former interns. The now uh, co-songwriters of Purple Songs Can Fly. Yes. We are talking to Trisha Fox and Aaron Kaufman. All right. So Aaron, do you have a favorite genre of music in particularly? Mm, that's a good question. I'm not sure if I have a favorite genre. Do you mean, like, for me to write myself or to listen to? Whatever. Or... Both. Both questions. Oh, man. I don't know. Um, I, it's, like, such a cliche thing to say mm. I, I like multiple genres, but I, I really love... Um, <laughs> well, there you go. Uh, yeah, that's it. Yeah, exactly. Just give you a cliche. Move on. No. Moving right along. <laughs> um, I think I, I really, they're, I really love melodies and I really love, um... Mm-hmm descriptive lyrics and uh, it doesn't really necessarily matter what genre those are in so whether that's you know a great lyric written into something that's a folk song or something that's an incredible lyric in a rap song or a great melody in um, a musical theater piece it's that's really what I tend to focus on is the lyrics and the melody and so uh, I would you know across genres there are examples Mm. of those and everything I think Mm. That's a, that's a very, very deep answer. Thank you. I try to be very deep and philosophical. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so um, what is your favorite purple, songs you work, purple song you worked on and why? Uh, hmm. Um, off the top of my I, you know, I'm not sure off the top of my head it might be the very first one I did when I came. Like the very first day I met Anita, we worked on this song called Summertime. 
um, with a trio of kids who I ended up working with multiple times. But it was this kind of thing where I remember like telling my mom afterwards, I was like, yeah, I just met Anita and we like started writing. And she's like, Aaron, do you want to write the verse with them? And I was like, oh, okay. Like we just met like two mm, minutes ago. Right. And, and it was kind of <laughs> just like this opportunity to like, you know, she, where she was like, you know, it's kind of like a sink or swim thing. Like, can you, can you do this? And, and so it was really cool for me to write this song with these kids and um, to sort of be like, oh, actually, yeah, this is something that I can do. So I really enjoyed mm. writing that one. Um, I'm trying to think of another one that I... Um, I mean, I, Emily, the first song that you and I wrote together is yes. probably one of the ones that I, I think has is, is been, like, my most favorite memory of doing Aww. it, too. It was something like... You know, because I almost lost you. You almost went and did okay, something else instead. Okay. You were almost going to go play with the jewelry stuff. And no, I was the like, thing oh, was, no, no, no. It. The thing was, um, I, was there, fickle. <laughs> I was there for an appointment. And I was in the lobby waiting. And, uh, yeah, like you said, there was someone there with beading. Yeah. And I was interested in that. Of course, um, but you were going around with a guitar, yeah. asking the kids, okay, would you like to write a song? And a lot of them were little, and they were kind of intimidated, just like, oh, I don't know. I'm very intimidating. Yes, you are. <laughs> um, but uh, I had a background in dancing and that kind of stuff, so I jumped at the chance. I was just like, oh, definitely, and uh, it, it was great. Yeah, and that was I love that because... Um, you really just like heard the melody yourself and, and kind of I was able to like come up with chords around that and yeah. it was very interesting a much more interesting and complex progression than some of the things we tend to write which is great <laughs> and so just very quickly uh, what are your personal goals for Purple Songs Can Fly? Personal goals for Purple Songs Can Fly well I'm still trying to get um, still trying to have the name change to, to Blue Songs Can Fly so that's, <laughs> I see. that's my I main see. goal it's not your, going your very primary well. Right, yeah. Okay. Doesn't primary color the objective. Yeah. Um, the uh, um, no, I, I mean, I think that it's um, to to be able to, to reach out and, and keep writing things that are um, I my favorite are always songs that that you write with kids that are um, really personal to them and things that that really mean something to them mm. um, and and. Uh, and help them get through something. So to, mm-hmm. to be able to reach more kids and, and keep doing that, I think, is a great um, a great goal for, for the organization to keep doing. Mm-hmm. And that really is. I mean, yes. that, that's the whole mission of Purple Songs Can Fly, is yes. to, help, to help kids. And so we're going to cut to break now. Thank you for listening to Purple Songs Can Fly on the Voice of America Kids Network. During the break, you guys will get to hear an amazing song by Aaron himself, Your Love Carries On.
You were Aphrodite's ingenue. The Navy boys and girls show they prove. When you come around, around, round, round, round. When you come around, around, round, round, round. So tell Joe to Maggio, Arthur and James. Told you love was hit and miss, and best intentions just produce misfits. But to your grave I see them carrying love, 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 love. They're carrying love, 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 love. Kids. Want to know what's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network host? How about what's new with our network? Make sure you check out the iRadio blog, a look at what's hot at Voice America and beyond. Visit www.iradioblog.com today. Get the inside scoop on every channel on our network, including breaking news, featured guests, blog posts from our hosts, and much more. Make sure you sign up for our newsletter for even more inside action. Visit iradioblog.com today and stay connected. Looking for an on-air community where teens talk and the world listens? Tune in to Express Yourself, an entertaining adolescent fusion radio program where passion and possibility populate the airwaves. Our vivacious teen hosts and star-studded field reporters from around the country offer stimulating segments and invigorating viewpoints connecting with the world campus of young people. We'll talk with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with experience. Tuesdays at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Kids. Express yourself. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. listening to Purple Songs Can Fly on the Voice America Kids channel. To find out more about our program, please visit the website at purplesongscanfly.org. Now, back to our show.
Incredible songs can fly on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Zach Tavlin. I'm Emily Freeman. Along with Aaron Kaufman and Trisha Fox. And, today, and you are listening to Voice America Kids. Let's continue with our conversation about Purple Songs Can Fly, but this time with Trisha Fox. Yes. And the other Purple Songs Can Fly songwriter. Welcome, yes. Trisha. Thank you very much. So, Trisha, um, you are from Scotland? Originally, yes, but I moved a lot. All right. See, well, I've, I've heard a little about this moving a lot. What, what, what does that exactly entail for this? Um, well, my dad works for an oil company, so I lived. I was born in Scotland. Mm. All my family's there. I moved to Dubai and then to Texas and then back to Dubai and then to Scotland and then back to Texas and then to Alaska wow. and then to Canada. I went to school in Colorado, and then I ended up back in Houston. Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. That- yeah, low trotting journey. My yeah. my my ballet teacher is Scottish, so oh nice. Yes, <laughs> go Scotland. Oh yeah. <laughs> so how would you become involved as an intern at, at first with Purple Songs Goodbye? I um, graduated with a BA in music, and um, I was in Boulder, Colorado, and had some opportunities there. But something inside was saying I should go to Houston, and I kept rejecting it. I kept being like, "No, I don't want to go to Houston. I like the mountains." Or, "No, I don't want to go to Houston. I like being close to my sister." But um, something inside just kept saying, "You need to go." So, I moved to Houston, and um, I was actually working a customer service job, and I was wondering what I'm doing with my life. Mm. And my sister's friend works in the uh, med center, and so she sent. Um, a link to the Purple Songs Can Fly website to my sister, who then sent it to me, and um, basically just saying this would be something cool for Trisha to do wherever she was living. Mm. And I looked it up, and I was like, oh, my gosh, they're in Houston. So (laughs) I called, um, or I think I emailed Carol, and I was like, I would just love to come talk to you about your program, about um, Purple Songs Can Fly. And so um, I met Anita that day, and I um, played her a song on the guitar, and I brought her a CD, and I was like, if there's any way that I can be a part of this, anything, anything at all, please let me be here. <laughs> so um, we gave each other a hug, and then I started interning. <laughs> it was great. Aww. It was so great. Nice. That's awesome. So it was a slightly smoother entrance than Aaron. Slightly. Sli- well, yes. I did move to Houston without knowing what I was going to do with my life, and I think that was the purple pulling me here. So that, was, that wasn't that was that smooth. That was kind of, that me- was kind of meant awkward. Meant to be, though. Yeah. Meant yeah. to be. That's awesome. That's cool. Yeah. So what instruments do you play? I play the guitar, and um, I can kind of fumble my way through piano. Melody lines, mainly. Okay. Nice. Okay, that's cool. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Any uh, instruments that you like, if you could play it, anything, anything? Oh, yes. I would love to play the cello. I love the cello, ah, and I'm nice. constantly yeah. putting cello in everybody's songs at Purple Songs. I'm like, do you hear cello in this? And they're like, no. And I'm like, what about now? And I always try and get the cello in there. I love the cello. That's great. Yeah. You're kind of pushing that cello. I mm-hmm. see. I mm-hmm. got you. I got you. Cello. So do you, do you have a favorite Purple Song that you've worked on? When you guys asked Aaron that, I was like, oh, my gosh. And I kept racking my brain to see. Because each song is um, just a different experience mm-hmm. yes. um, with a different person. So mm. it's its its own thing. And so it's difficult to pick a favorite. Um, I really enjoyed um, working with a child with Jesus. Mm. Um, he wrote a beautiful song called Five Roses. And um, he had more things on his IV pole than I've ever seen, mm. ever. Um, and he just had these beautiful lyrics as he was, um, um, as he was in the studio. It was just, it was amazing to see, um, how those lyrics came about. Mm. Mm. And I believe this is the same Jesus we talked about in the previous episode. 
Yes. Yes. That's awesome. That's cool. So I heard that you brought this program to uh, senior citizens. How can you elaborate? Because, like, it starts out with kids, and then you go to uh, the seniors among us. I did. It inspired um, another outreach program through Music Doing Good. And um, I just have found this passion through Anita, through Purple Songs Can Fly, a passion for writing songs with other people and um, getting them to share their story or um, a message or about what life would be like if they didn't have coffee in the morning. Um, (laughs) I just, I love sharing this and then showing people that they can put it into a song. I feel like when you put those stories or memories into songs, something else happens to Mm. it. And so Mm. going into retirement communities and assisted living communities, I'm talking to um, seniors who have had all of these life experiences. And Mm. one of the questions I ask is, um, when did you see the most change in the world? And I had one woman, Annie, she was like, well... I um, I led the conga through Times Square um, in Pearl Harbor. I was Bobby Kennedy's secretary. I was Jackie Kennedy's assistant. Oh my! I um, I mean Martin Luther King, Vietnam. What do you want to know about Sweetie? I was there, and I was like, wow! It just made history so real in hearing mm. her reality to it. Wow! So, yeah. Where where was this historical treasure? Where was it? She's at the Forum. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Those, those little stories are so amazing. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So is writing a song with a child different than writing a song with a senior? Or is it yes. roughly the same? It's different. I think that um, writing with kids, you're more readily willing to put yourself out there and mm. and say, like, yeah, it's no pressure. We'll write a song about peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Yeah, I have this <laughs> right. crazy dream one time, and I want to write a song about that. Whereas adults, I feel like they tend to um, be a little more hesitant in, in sharing, but also in um, making something an end product when they're like, no, no, I'm not a musician. Mm. Whereas kids don't oh, care as much. They're okay. like, yeah, okay, right. let's do this. You're the musician. You do that part, and I'll tell you all the great things to put in it. So mm. it oh, is different okay. in that way. That makes sense. That yeah. Makes sense. So how has the whole songwriting experience, um, how has that, like, changed you? Well, one way, which is kind of just a very simple way, is that I realize not everything has to rhyme. I like to rhyme uh. things and make things rhyme. And I remember <laughs> writing with a child, and, and I was like, well, what rhymes with that? And she just looked at me, and she was like, it doesn't have to rhyme. And that changed my whole songwriting like, oh, experience. Wow. I was like, what? It doesn't? So that was really cool. Um, But then also seeing how um, everybody intuitively has a direction that they would want their song to go in. And um, allowing the space for that to happen helps me Mm. do that as a songwriter just for myself, knowing that, you know, it doesn't have to be a forced thing. If you just kind of leave the space for it, something Mm. cool will come. That's cool how the the children that you worked with kind of affected you as a songwriter as well. That's, That's awesome. Yeah, I'm so inspired by them all the time. Awesome. Incredible. So, uh, we have to cut the break now. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Um, during the break, we are going to hear Little Romance by Trisha. So, I'm Trisha. I'm one of the songwriters at Purple Songs Can Fly. And um, I wrote this song inspired by one of the um, children that I worked with who passed away in uh, July of this year. It's called Little Romance. And um, I feel like that was his message in all the songs that he had written. It was all about love and romance. So um, this is inspired by Jesus. (laughs) 
Maybe you stayed a little longer to test your wings on me. I want you to know you did wonderfully. You show me above all else. It's about love, 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 and a little romance. Love, 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 and a little romance. Maybe your wings will be someone else's hope, and just maybe you holding them with those wings, comforting they'll know that they're not alone. There is always. Love, 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 and a little romance. Love, 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 and a little romance. You told me life is one line at a time, and and when we'd ask, it comes as no surprise. What your song about? You say with a smile, it's about love, 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 and. Courage to leave this world behind, but I know it's better with one more angel spreading love, 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 and a little romance. Love, 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 and a little romance. Love, 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 and a little romance. Love. Invent Kid Talk, we perfected it, and at a very young age. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Looking for a show about your favorite movies, stars, and DVD releases? Get ready for Kids' First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Your hosts, all eight of them, have been selected by Kids First as film critics through a national competition. Each week, they will preview new movies before you see them, walk the red carpet with the stars, and will review the latest DVDs. Our hosts range from ages 7 to 14 to give you a wider kids' perspective. Kids' First Coming Attractions is heard every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Kids. Have we got a show that will keep you on the pulse of the fashion world? Our hosts are two teens who know fashion, and they have the inside look when it comes to fashion for our generation. Tune in to Fashion Forward on Voice America Kids. We'll discuss what's hot and what's not, the latest in fashion trends, things to look for on the horizon, and more. Fashion Forward is your weekly guide to what to wear today, tonight, this weekend, and this season. Tune in every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time for Fashion Forward on the Voice America Kids channel. Want to know what's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network host? How about what's new with our network? 
Make sure you check out the iRadio blog, a look at what's hot at Voice America and beyond. Visit www.iradioblog.com today. Get the inside scoop on every channel on our network, including breaking news, featured guests, blog posts from our hosts, and much more. Make sure you sign up for our newsletter for even more inside action. Visit iradioblog.com today and stay connected. Sometimes we may sound strange, but remember, we're just kids with opinions. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Purple Songs Can Fly on the Voice America Kids channel. To find out more about our program, please visit the website at purplesongscanfly.org. Now, back to our show. Welcome back. You're listening to the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Zach Taplin. I'm Emily Freeman. Along with Trisha Fox and Aaron Kaufman. And you're listening to Voice America Kids. Let's continue with our conversation about Purple Songs Can Fly with both Aaron Kaufman and Trisha Fox. And actually, this one's slightly more about uh, what you guys have done together. So how did you guys end up meeting? I'm, I'm assuming through Pearl Sons Can Fly, but could be wrong. Online dating. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, yeah. <laughs> you may have to cut that out. Um, oh, that's, that's it. That, that's it. That's um, it. Uh, through Purple Songs, um, the, uh, the first day... Um, I think I got here, I came back um, the summer after Trisha had started, and um, the first day uh, that we had work or something, Trisha and I sat down um, before meeting with Anita and um, actually just both had our guitars with us, which was a really cool way to meet each other. Yeah. Nice. That is cool. Nice. So I guess, I guess it worked out well. I mean, when did you guys form your band? And what was your band called? You know, what do you guys play? Well, we wrote a song together on that first day, and and we're hanging out and wrote another song like a week or two later, and we kept writing songs together and um, decided, well, okay, then this is maybe a band, what's happening here? Mm. <laughs> and so we um, came up with some names. Picking a band name is one of the hardest things to do oh, ever. Yeah. We had like lists and lists of things. We ended up going on Wikipedia page for the day. No and, way. And scrolling <laughs> wow. through, and that's how we... Got our band name, Edmund Evans. Mm. Um, Who is Edmund Evans? He was a famous wood engraver from uh, the late 19th century, I think, who did mm. a lot of, uh, he did like the Taylor Peter Rabbit original wood engravings really? and stuff. Yeah, he did a lot of... A uh, famous wood engraver. Cool. Yes. Okay. There, there are not cool. many of them. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, he was a wood engraver and colorist. That's wow. awesome. That's cool. And Aaron really likes the way things sound. So he was like, Edmund Evans, well, that sounds cool. And I am like... Well, it has to have meaning. And so the first teacups <laughs> I had as a kid were um, Peter Rabbit, and he's kind of a big thing Aww. in my family. So yes. I was like, Peter Rabbit, all right, there's the connection. Let's go. So <laughs> that's how we Aww. got Edmund Evans. And that yeah. must be somewhat inspirational, too, because he, he was an artist as well, you know, naming your band after another artist. Yeah. yeah. Mm, that, too. I, I was really pushing for us to be called Scotty Pippen, but it just didn't. That might be might be too what, too what old is, of a basketball player. What, Never mind. What is Scotty Pippen? Scotty Pippen. Just for an our listeners. Never mind. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> okay. okay. Moving right along. Right. Yes. All right. <laughs> I'm not that old, right? So, how many songs have you guys written together? 
20 something 20 something yeah almost 30 which equals how many like cds we've done two eps that we've released awesome um yeah and we're working on recording full length with with the other 20 something all right so where can our listeners pick up said eps um it's on our website which is edmundevans.tumblr.com or edmundevans.bandcamp.com So where is the coolest place that you have performed? Mm, we went on tour last year. Last year? The year before? Wow. <laughs> the year before last in the spring, right? Last year. Oh, okay. If that's not as scary as I thought. Last year we went on tour Time flies, and we right? drove from Texas up to Minnesota. Oh, wow. And, um, wow. So we played a, a lot of cool venues along the way. My favorite was one called Everyday Joe's, which was in Fort Collins. And we played with some really awesome bands. Um, Danielle Ate the Sandwich was one of them. She's just really cool. Um, and it was packed, and we got to share some of our songs, and my sister lives there. So that was my favorite one uh. that we've done. That must have been awesome. really entertaining to see your sister and then be able to perform yeah. in front of your sister. Did you perform for your sister? Yeah, yeah. And it's so fun to be like, oh, yeah, and we're on tour. Like, it's a very surreal thing. But yeah. we legitimately, <laughs> I mean, we're, we were on tour, but it felt like it was this dream of... I always wanted to go on tour, and I loved it. Sleeping on floors, waking up, <laughs> drinking really bad um, gas station coffee as we drive 15 mm, hours, that's getting critical. in fights. That's critical. It was the best. It really was. So you were talking about how you experienced the like Minnesota winter and then came here. So are you from Minnesota? or No, I'm from Connecticut originally, but Connecticut has its own winters, and, and you know, so that's a cold area too. Which is nothing like Houston. Right, exactly. No, no. I I believe I've seen snow one time in my life. (laughs) So, uh, do you have any favorite song that you have done? So far, the future is bright. Edmund Evans? Yes. Like, of the two of ours? Yes, as as Edmund Evans. Um, I have one. Go ahead. You can go first. Uh, You go first. Uh, we have a song called oh, no, Rose. No, no. Oh. <laughs> we have a song called Rose. That's my uh, favorite one that we've done. Nice. That's a good. One. I like one. Uh, we wrote one called Tiny Model Homes, and I really like that one. And what are those songs about? Life. Aaron doesn't like telling I don't, people I don't what like songs to talk are about. about. Yeah, I don't like to talk about what songs are about. Ooh, I like to have secrets. people. I like to have people like listen to a song and get their own understanding from it. Mm. And oh, I, okay. I would not want what it means to me to to interfere with how you in. Uh, interpret the interpret song. It. And I'm the opposite. I love telling people where songs are from <laughs> and what it was when I wrote it and where I was when I wrote it because I love hearing that from other artists as well. Yes. Um, so as possibly what our listeners, so Tiny Model Homes, how how that come about? Well, see, I'm always so conflicted because <laughs> I know that Aaron doesn't like sharing what it's about. Um, well, sometimes, too, they're about different things. Yeah. It's the same song, and, and it will be about different things. We wrote a song one time, and I had this whole storyline going, and I was telling Aaron about it, and he was just nodding and smiling and just kind of going along with it. And then I was like, oh, that was so cool that we wrote it about this thing. He was like, yeah, well, you wrote it about that. I was writing about something else. So we both wrote the same song about something entirely different. That's, that's uh, strange how things would work out that way. And, you know, you, you guys are a really, really awesome duo when I when I've seen you perform, yeah, oh, thank kind of you. feeding thank off you. each other like that. Yes. So do you? That kind of leads to my next question: Do you write songs together, or do you take ideas and turns and bring it together and try to put it together? Or 
I kind of wish that they uh, that we could have our brains hooked up to something to see what happens when we write music together <laughs> because um, it's a very strange thing. We can like sit there and play things on the guitar and kind of like mumble things, and each person knows what the other person like. Oh, 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 oh yeah, yeah. Really like, nonsensical things. That was a that's like me and my best friend. But it makes total sense to us. See, Aaron heard a Christmas carol. Yeah. I wasn't singing that. That's like me and my best friend, yeah. Yeah, so that's... Um, what was the question? Like how, how you, how you yeah, guys I mean, write we, songs together? We, all of our songs, as far as I know, have been written... Together. With both of us, yeah. There's not like, you know... We have performed some things that have been... Just one of us wrote the song or something... But all of our quote unquote Edmund Evans songs are ones that we've sat down together and written. Mm-hmm. That is very interesting. Yeah. So let's take a break. I'm Zach Tavlin. I'm Emily Freeman. And you're listening to Voice America Kids and Purple Songs Can Fly. During this break, however, you will listen to Edmund Evans' first song, Fingerprints, by Aaron Kaufman and Trisha Fox. Make it strong, make it fall, fingerprint. 
prints it all, make it stay, make it strong, make it fall. Fingerprints it all, make it stay, make it strong, make it fall. Fingerprints it all, make it stay, make it strong, make it fall. Fingerprints it all. you got here we're just glad you showed up you're listening to voice america kids take us on the go it's even easier now the voice america talk radio network has launched our mobile app for iphone android or blackberry visit the apple itunes app store blackberry app world or android market to download the app powered by aircast it's free and no registration is necessary in minutes you could be enjoying your favorite voice america talk radio host no matter where you are in the car out and about while traveling or anytime you can't be close to your computer catch up on the archives you've missed or discover new shows on the spot search voice america at your favorite app store Just because you're a kid doesn't mean you don't have an important voice to be heard. You are our future, and you need a forum to be heard. Tune in to American Pulse on the Voice America Kids channel. We'll talk to the student leaders of America and find out what they're doing to make a difference today. You'll be inspired to start working now for a brighter future later. American Pulse is heard live every Monday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids channel. It's time to lead by example. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You are listening to Purple Songs Can Fly on the Voice America Kids channel. To find out more about our program, please visit the website at purplesongscanfly.org. Now, back to our show. Hey, welcome back. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Uh, I'm Emily Freeman. And I'm Zach Tavlin. And we are now interviewing Aaron Kaufman and Trisha Fox. On the Purple Songs Can Fly show. So, welcome back. Thanks. Thank you. So that was Fingerprints, which was your very first song together. You said you started writing straight away when you met at the hospital. So did you write the song at the hospital, or did you write it sometime else? It was actually in the office um, right before we we came to the hospital. So we were meeting with Anita, and she had a meeting that was running over, and so we were both just sitting there with our guitars, and we were like, hey, do you want to write a song? If we're going to be writing with kids together, we should hopefully be able to write a song together. Together, right? That's how that started. (laughs) That's awesome. Now, this, yeah. this, I guess I'm going to have to direct this one to Tricia since Aaron apparently doesn't like talking about it. Um, what, what does the song mean just to you? What does the song mean to you? <laughs> um, I, this is actually... I don't know how to answer this question. Okay. That's, that's, <laughs> the that song, is, okay. as we were writing it, it's, uh, it was one of the first times that I had written with somebody else other than my sisters growing up. Mm. And, um, so I was very nervous to be saying what I wanted the song to be about or like what this lyric would mean. And so we were just kind of going <laughs> off of each other and like words that sounded good together and then making sentences out of them. It was more about the melody and the harmony for me for that song. Mm. And, um, that's, I think how it 
has always been with Aaron and I, it's, I think that the melody and harmony together, we both think that we're singing the melody, but we're actually singing harmony with each other. Mm. Well, I actually, I know that I'm singing the melody. It's so. not, that's not true. Uh, it's, not, oh. it's not true. <laughs> I see how um, it is. So that's what finger, for me, fingerprints is like the beginning of that. And, and, um, and that was a wonderful thing. And the lyrics weren't as much, um, of importance to me, even though I think they're beautiful lyrics. Mm. Okay. So how's fingerprints and that process and the way you wrote that song, has that affected Edmund Evans going forward with your material? Or even the themes of fingerprints? I think it laid a base for it, for how, mm. how, what it was and what it was going to be like. All of our songs now are crime dramas, actually. So mm. they're all forensic themed. So, <laughs> okay. so uh. that's how fingerprints really affected us, I would say, probably. Very interesting. It's like a uh, novelty band kind of. Yeah, yeah. We uh, we're really pitching for Law and Order. We just want to be like their house band, but <laughs> no no luck so far. Maybe you okay. could get like CIA Miami or something. Right. Yeah. I'm CSI. Too CSI. 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 I don't, don't want to do that. Yeah. Can't no, we do Disney okay. instead? Disney I'm afraid of those. Okay. No, I don't like forensic things. That's scary to me. I don't want to do those. Drake and Josh solve crimes. Oh. <laughs> 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 So, do you guys ever get writer's block at any point? Yeah. Because you are professional songwriters for, like, all day your job and your band. What do you do to, like, break it? Maybe get mad at each other. And that will, the anger will shock you yeah. out of this Well, I think one of the nice things, too, about having two people is sometimes, um, you know, when I hear writer's block, I think of it as a long period of time, like months and months and months or years when you can't write anything. I think that's like writer's block. And there are definitely moments when we'll be writing and and you just can't, you know, maybe you just don't have any other ideas for that song that day. Mm. But maybe the other person does. So maybe like they're, they sort of take the lead on that and they spark yeah, it. move yeah. it forward from there. Or maybe it's like, you know, we, we've been trying this chord progression for a long time and nothing's come of it. Like, let's just throw it out, start over with something else in that place and, like, try a different feel for that or approach it from a different mm. way. Mm. Um, but there have been periods when we've written fewer songs or we've written more songs. Um, but but I think it, one of the nice things about having two people is, is if one person can't think of anything at that moment, maybe the other person can. Yeah. That's what I meant. And so... <laughs> and so, so what are your future plans, um, I guess individually, uh, for Edmund and Evans going forward? Well, I'm trying to change the name to Blue Evans um, or Scotty Pippen, one or the other. Um, so, uh, you really, you, you're really you, on those two themes. Really, yeah, Blue and Scotty Pippen. Do you Pippen. like Blue? I mean... No, I, I don't at okay. all. No, okay. I, I really like Blue, yeah. Um, and... Um, I mean, we have serious goals as well. I think too. Yeah, the, I think a full length EP. Yeah. I think a full length album is something that I'm really excited about because we have so many songs and um, we've played them out and about, and, and people ask about particular songs and when mm. are you going to record this song? And I want to be able to hear this one. And I like sneakily send people our rough recordings when we first written the song, which Aaron oh. will not like. I know, but I'm like, well, they want to hear it, so here you go. Um, so I'm really <laughs> excited about doing a full length album. Oh, and hopefully cool. going on tour with that again and, and visiting some of the same places that we've been. So where would you go on tour if you could do so once more? Anywhere. Just anywhere? Everywhere. Everywhere. All of it. And final question. Um, to any young songwriters listening to our show, what would be your advice for them? Oh, that's a really good question. Um, hmm. I think... Uh, someone someone once told me that like creativity is half 
coming up with ideas and half um, sorting through bad ideas. And so I think that's a really cool thing is like, it's not just about coming up with stuff. Like you can come up with stuff and that's great, but it's also being able to like edit yourself, mm. um, which, um, and determine, yeah. And, and to, and to be able to, to be able to look at your own things and say like, I like this more, this is why this works. Um, and not, not to say like, oh, I've made all these things and they're all horrible. Like just to be able to say like, this yeah. is why this works. And like to look at your own things that you've created. Mm. Um, I, I mean now on second thought, I think that's maybe the worst possible advice I could have <laughs> could have said in that instance now you now could have said, said yeah. watch more Scott yeah, yeah I could have been like you just could've... go for your dreams <laughs> um, dream big but yeah that was that I didn't quite maybe that wasn't I don't know I really like that that thinking though that um that it's about creating something and then sort of analyzing it and figuring out why is this work why does this not work yes. what is it that I like about this how is this different from other things I've created how is it similar to other things I've created I, I don't know that that was well, no, that makes sense. No, that makes sense. Yes. So how about you, Trisha? I think that um, not being afraid to share songs. Mm-hmm. And for young songwriters, I remember I used to sing my songs as fast as possible whenever I was sharing them with people because I was afraid that they were going to be bored or they weren't going to really like it or they weren't going to get it. And that takes away from what the song is. So being being willing and open to being vulnerable and sharing that song and knowing that someone's going to have a response to it and whatever it is is their Mm -hmm. own response so don't be afraid of what that is because it could be something that like oh that makes me think of this one thing or like Mm -hmm. oh that was a nice line or "Mm, I hate that song it doesn't matter it's it's sharing it it's doing um if if you like writing songs and and sharing them don't be afraid to share them and share them Mm -hmm. as as they are and for what they are and, and don't rush through them or cut them short or um, change a line in the middle of it because you panic. Like, maybe they won't <laughs> like that. Maybe they won't get that obscure uh, um, Scotty Pippen, Pippen reference. reference. <laughs> <laughs> and just sharing it for what it is and, and letting yeah, go of it down. after that happens. To just let go of it. Oh, okay. Can I change That's mine? That's really good advice. That's really Thank good you. advice. Yeah. Can you change your yeah. advice? Is that all right? Yes. Okay. I would say my, because we are, I mean, Trisha has a really good point. We're talking about, like, young, if you're asking this of young songwriters, I would say, um, the only, I mean, doing anything creative is just like anything else, and you have to practice. Mm-hmm. And the only way to be a better songwriter, I think, is to write more songs. So don't be afraid to just write songs all the time and write silly songs and bad songs and goofy songs and great songs because the more you write, the better you'll be. So yeah. I think that's, hmm. that's, my, yeah. that's my final answer, Scott right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> And thank you so much, guys, for both being here and talking to us. Yeah, it was great us. talking and to you. Thank you for having thank us. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. And so thank you very much for joining us and listening to our show. We will see you again next time. You have been listening to Pearl Songs Can Fly. I am Zach Taplin. I'm Emily Freeman. And you are listening to Voice America Kids. Thank you. We're going to close off with a purple song that uh, Aaron and Trisha worked on with uh, McKenna. It is called New York City.
Thanks for listening to Purple Songs Can Fly. We'll see you again next Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids channel. And remember, for more information about the Purple Songs Can Fly project, visit www.purplesongscanfly.org. We'll be back with more music next week. Purple Songs Can Fly.